important are your Second Amendment rights? And do you value American freedom? We discuss the responsibility of defending the defenseless and Second Amendment advocacy from a Christian perspective with Amy Robbins on a Patriot edition of the Falkirk Center podcast, starting now. Hey guys, it's Patriot Month at the Falkirk Center podcast. And uh, this afternoon, I'm joined by Amy Robbins, founder of Alexo Athletica, national spokesperson for 2A Women, and podcast host at uh, Not Your Average Gun Girls. She's also Falkirk Center ambassador. Amy, it is so good to see you. Hey, Ryan, it's so good to see you too. And I have to give you kudos because you didn't get tongue tied when you said Alexo Athletica. Yeah. That alliteration gets some people slipped up. So you did an I, awesome job. I, I love it. Amy, tell, tell us about a, 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 your company that you founded. This is this is exciting. So tell me yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my husband and I started Alexo in 2017 um, out of a need that I had personally that kind of started a couple of years before that. I was working with NRA. TV as a TV host for their NRA TV channel and um, was out training for a marathon, had been followed several times and harassed while I was out on my run. And it was the first time that I started thinking about my personal safety yeah. because I'd been working with NRA TV and surrounded by people that had their concealed carry licenses. I thought might be a good time for me to get my license. If I'm going to be out running early in the morning or late at night, yes. I want to make sure that I'm able to protect myself. And when I did some research, I realized I wasn't alone in my experience on my run, that 80% of women had actually experienced some form of harassment yeah. um, or even maybe something worse than that while they were jogging or exercising. And there was just nowhere to put your firearm or any self-defense tool um, in your workout clothes that was on the market. So I thought, why don't I just do something about it? I can complain or I can do something about it. And yeah. so that's how the entire idea of Alexo Athletica came to be. And we launched uh, in October of 2017, and here we are today. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so one of the things with gun advocacy, and this is important, right now, Amy, we're witnessing the breakdown, the disintegration of law and order in this country. Yeah. And um, I think now more than ever, especially for women, for children, uh, it's so important to think about that. Think about self-defense. Think about gun safety. As Christians, to think about the ethics, the biblical ethics behind that. I do believe that we are called as Christians to uh, defend the most vulnerable among us. That's the orphan, the widow. Uh, um, that's women and children, right? And so yeah. we have to think about um, what is the proper way to prepare for those moments. And in that moment, it's already too late. Um, sure. So I, I would love just to hear hear from you just how your faith has kind of guided you through this process as both a, a business owner, um, as a wife, as a mother, uh, also as a spokesperson for 2A Women um, in, in thinking about gun ownership and thinking about self-defense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of a loaded question, but I will do my best. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that. No, it's good. Absolutely. Um, well, you know, I, I think 
from starting from the beginning of where my faith plays a role in this business. Um, yeah. Absolutely. You know, God has guided us through this entire process because I've, I've known ever since I was a little girl that I wanted to use my skills and my talents for God's glory. I didn't know what that looked like when I was five years old, but I knew I wanted to own a business. Yeah. And I, I believe just as, as, as I grew and as I really started kind of digging deep and trying to figure out what it was that I believed in um, and those conservative values that my parents taught us really shaped the way that I mm -hmm. um, approached everything in life. I think it was a natural progression for me to obviously believe that the Second Amendment applied to myself. Mm -hmm. um, as a woman, I realized that there was is no better equalizer for a woman than a firearm if you're faced with a dangerous situation and someone that wants to threaten your life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just think that all along God was guiding us in that. I do believe that Alexa was something that was laid on our heart from him um, to just be able to give him glory, but also be able to live out what it is in our lives that um, is important to us, which is self-defense. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I, I believe that that was a huge part of it. But you kind of nailed it on the head when you said uh, about being prepared, because right now we are seeing so much chaos mm -hmm. that the best way to deal with chaos is to be prepared. Yeah. And, you know, while I think you can't turn your television right now without seeing these peaceful protests turning into kind of this, you're seeing this mob mentality take over very quickly in some areas yeah. and you're seeing the rioting, you're seeing the looting. And we have not only a right in this country to defend, ourselves and our private property, but we have a responsibility yeah. to do that as well. And if we don't, if we don't take hold of that as responsible gun owners, we're seeing very quickly that there might not be somebody else in this country to take care of us. Yeah. So I think it's more important um, now more than ever to take hold of that responsibility because there may not be, they're calling to defund the police. They're calling to dismantle our, our police yeah. divisions and who are you going to call in that situation? Yeah. And so, you know, I'm I'm a big proponent for taking responsibility for your own safety and not having to rely on somebody else to do it. Absolutely, it, I, you you're you're exactly right. It's a stewardship, and that's the issue. It's a responsibility that we have, and I think I think Amy even in Christian circles, evangelical circles, there's kind of a tendency. Um, to glorify uh, persecution in such a way, and I want to be really careful because people people listen to this like, oh my gosh, what's he? We are called to turn the other cheek, absolutely, uh, but we're also called to defend the defenseless, and that's yeah. a, that's an issue that I think a lot of people miss. And mm -hmm. it's not just about my safety, my personal safety. It's about the safety of others. I think about sure. churches that take that responsibility seriously. You wouldn't allow for a child sex predator, for example, to go into a nursery any more than you would allow an active shooter to come into a church. It's the same yeah. principle. It's just a different situation. And so yeah. I, I think Christians who are, who are listening to this um, need to go back to the biblical ethic of just war and understanding that we're not just lambs to be plucked, right? Um, <laughs> we're also called to be shepherds and protect the flock and protect others. And so you have, you have a child, you know, that you're, mm -hmm. you're a, a mother. Um, how is, and by the way, you, and you feel free to share whatever you want with that, but how do you think about this as a mother, uh, sure. you know, in that situation? Well, you know, it's interesting when you talk about having a responsibility to shepherd and defend and to protect. And I think... Uh, for so long, we have 
especially like in, in Christian communities, um, but maybe just in society as a whole, I think a lot of times that responsibility fell on the man. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately in our society, we're seeing a large breakdown of the men's responsibility to do that. And so mm -hmm. we're having to see a lot of women step up and kind of fill that role. Yeah. So there's not long gone are the days where there may be a man around or there may, there may not even be a man in your life that mm -hmm. can defend and protect you. And so I think for a lot of women, we, we have to understand like then that may, that role may fall on ourselves. Yeah. And so, you know, I just, I, I just look at this. Um, I think the narrative from liberal media infiltrates mm -hmm. churches a lot too. Yeah. In the fact that I think that a lot of people, if they are not familiar with firearms, they associate the firearm with death, destruction, and violence instead yeah. of looking at it as a tool that could be used, like you said, to defend the defenseless. Yes. And I, th I think that um, basic training and understanding and knowledge of firearms can help people get over that hump. Yeah. Uh, I also think that we're seeing a lot more people now. Oh, oh sorry about that. Um, they're they're starting to see that their their safety is in jeopardy. Yeah. And for a lot of people, I don't think they even think about it mm. until their safety, like they're faced with that question of, hey, my life might be in jeopardy. That's why you're seeing the rise in gun ownership. I think it was 2.5 million new gun owners wow. in the last couple of months. Wow. Yes, yeah. it's, it's huge. They had a 44% increase in the first quarter of 2020 in new gun ownership than they had in 2019. Holy cow. And it's not, it's not who you would traditionally think is out there buying firearms. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're seeing progressives and liberals buy firearms. We're seeing first-time women gun owners buying firearms. And because I think they're seeing that they're being faced with a new situation. So, um, you know, for me personally, and a lot of moms that I'm seeing, when I think about my child and I think about defending my child, there is no way in this world that I want to let anything happen to them. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's times that my husband is not always with me. So I want to be that first line of defense for my child. And it definitely hits, obviously I thought about it with my own personal safety. Like I right. said, when I would go run and I would go jog, I'm thinking about it, but it's to a whole other level now that I have a child involved. Yeah. And it's something that is is constantly on my mind, not just protecting them with a the firearm, but I want to protect them from anything that I can protect them from. Yeah. And so we're seeing, I think, a large rise in women and in mothers starting to think about this in a much different way and going out and doing something about it. Amen. Absolutely. And so Obviously, we have uh, key principles in place as Christians. We have an ethic in place um, and a responsibility. Um, I, but I want to talk about 2A in general. You know, in this country, uh, it seems as though the radical left, the woke left, the activist left, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, um, they're looking to cancel the Constitution in, 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 every, in every which way. How important is 2A to you, 2A rights? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to me, what I tell everybody is the Second Amendment is the most important amendment in the Constitution. Yeah. And 
I think it's funny that these people that are on the left that want to cancel the Constitution don't even realize that they're able to make statements like that. They're able to out there be out there protesting, exercising their First Amendment right mm -hmm. because they have a Second Amendment right. Yeah. And if we, the, the Second Amendment protects all of our other rights because if you don't have a way to defend and protect your freedoms and your liberties, do you actually have any freedom and liberty? And mm. so, I, you know, I just believe that it is the most important thing. Look at it from a religious freedom standpoint. Yeah. In other countries, there is a lot of religious persecution to the point of death because yeah. these people have absolutely no way to protect themselves when somebody wants to come in and take their lives for practicing their religion. Mm. And I, we don't see that in America. We don't mm -hmm. see that in America because right now, if someone, some tyrannical government or somebody wanted to come in and put you to death for worshiping Jesus, yeah. well, guess what? Um, if you come into the churches especially in Texas, you look what happened in, uh, in that yeah. church in Texas. Yeah. Someone tried to come in there and wreak havoc and they uh, were taken down very quickly. Oh yeah. So, yeah. you know, in America right now, we have the ability to defend and protect our religious freedoms. And mm. so to call for the constitution is really calling to erase all of your freedoms and your liberties. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that people understand that they wouldn't even have the opportunity to go out and protest in the streets if they didn't have the constitution. Yeah, I think, and, and Amy, you touched on something, because I've heard you say this before, and uh, I remember the first time, it was probably, it was sometime last year we were having a conversation, and you mentioned that 2A being the most important of our constitutional rights. And what's interesting is, I, I kind of thought about this like, is that true? Is that really true? But it, it, it actually is, if you think about it, because I think a lot of people go to, well, my mouth is a weapon. You know, I have free speech. I have freedom of thought. I have freedom of assembly. Right. You have that as long as there's an armed and educated citizenry. But an armed citizenry uh, is, is the greatest protection against a tyrannical ruler. And yep. so here we are, Amy, we're going towards Independence Day. Um, you know, J July month is Patriot Month for a reason. Um, I, I, want, um, I want to remind people, especially Christians, that America is unique for a reason. Um, there's no other nation on the, on the face of the planet uh, like America. There's no, no other nation historically like America. Right. And I think people are missing what is so incredible about this country, both the freedoms that we enjoy, but also the responsibilities and the price that we had to pay in order to obtain that freedom. It's, it's, a, exactly. it's a price every generation has to pay. Um, well, I, I, yeah. I think you're right on that because, look, you look at, um, I, I think it's crazy, first off, that we're even questioning you know, can Christians be patriotic? Can we, during this time right now, the messaging is getting so skewed that I think a lot of people are scared to even mm -hmm. step up and say, I'm celebrating the 4th of July, or I yeah. even want to, you know, I love this country. I'm proud to be an American where yeah. we all used to feel very comfortable in that. It's kind of a scary thing for a lot of people to stand up and say, and never did I think I would see the day where you're leading if you're saying I'm proud to be an American, right. <laughs> you know, if you, you, that you would be the one that's standing out in a crowd to stand for the national anthem right. or to, to, to say I'm proud of this country. But as believers, I think we should be the first ones to fully appreciate the freedom because right. 
our our Christianity, the 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 basis of what we believe, we were bought with a price. We should understand mm. that freedom comes with an ultimate sacrifice. That Amen. we were free from sin and and death because Christ paid the ultimate sacrifice when He died on the cross for our sins. Amen. So as believers. And if we take a hold of that and we truly understand the freedom that we've been given in Christ, why not be thankful and appreciative that our founding fathers and that this country was was built on that idea that freedom comes with a sacrifice? Amen. So there's nothing wrong with with being appreciative of that, with being proud of that, with being thankful for what we've been given. And like you said, there is no other nation yeah. that that gets to enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I look at it. It, what makes this country so great is that that freedom gives us opportunity, that freedom gives us the right to mm -hmm. um, worship how we want, say the things we want, act the way we want, which doesn't always end up being a great thing, but because yeah. we have freedom, like we, we, we get to have the good with the bad mm -hmm. um, and, and be thankful for that. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, I don't know if I would be, I definitely wouldn't have the opportunity to make um, an athletic clothing wear line that puts gun holsters in women's pants right. if I lived in any other country. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I am definitely thankful uh, just for what I'm able to do in this country and not just me, but millions of other people in this country as well. Amen. Okay. So Amy, quick question then, um, taking inventory of everything we just talked about. Um, what are you most thankful for uh, as an American? And I want to say this because uh, real quick before I, before I say that, uh, anybody who's listening um, who's thinking, oh man, this is just slobbery, wet kisses about America. America has all kinds of sins, all kinds of problems. Yes, America does, but that is not unique to the world. The world, right. it, it is, it, in, in that sense, it's common with everything else. Every other Every other country in this world um, practiced slavery. Every single mm -hmm. major empire, slavery. Um, and so the promises that were given in the Constitution at the very, very beginning, we failed to live up to those promises, but praise God that that, that ultimately was corrected in history. That, that record right. has been corrected. There are many people that are being told right now that um, America is only exceptional in its sin. And that, that the only thing unique about America is the egregiousness of the evils that it perp uh, perpetrates, you know, here and then abroad, which is completely a lie of the left. And so part of the reason why I'm saying, what are we thankful for? What are we grateful for? Is because no one else, Amy, is saying it. No one else is actually, mm -hmm. it's leadership to love your country. It's leadership to be patriotic. So what are you thankful for as an American? Gosh. I mean, you, literally, you're taking the words right out of my mouth <laughs> Be, because I think this is the disservice that is happening in our education system when we fail to, to teach history yeah. and not just U.S. history, but world history. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm just mind blown that people I've been hearing this narrative lately that Americans created slavery. No, we didn't. Mm -mm. There have been back in biblical times. I mean, you, yeah. you look at the history of this and what I'm thankful for with America is that what we've done to wrong the rights, uh, I mean, right the wrongs uh, in this country. Yeah. And, you know, like we, and I believe that we do that because at, at the core, there are still millions of God fearing 
men and women in this country who love the Lord, who look at um, our responsibility as American citizens through the lens of the gospel Amen. to love other people, to point them to Christ, to respect them, to honor them, to look at them as created as equal in in the sight of God. And so we're, we think about these things and that's very unique to America that mm. we can course correct yeah. and that we can say, you know what? We were wrong in many things. We're not a perfect country. Uh, we, we have done a lot of bad things. Our, there's been a lot of things that have gone wrong in this country, but guess what? We have been able to correct those paths and start making steps towards it. Because at the end of the day, I do believe that there are many men and women in this country that still understand the importance and the value of life. Yeah. And we're fighting for um, these injustices, not just with, with racial reconciliation, but injustices you look at with, with abortion and what we're trying yeah. to do to fight against that injustice. Like we're trying to, to right a lot of wrongs that have Amen. happened in this country. And I hope that we continue to get the freedom to do that. Amen. And so, you know, um, gosh, there's so many reasons why I love this country, but I would honestly like freedom The I, I keep the word freedom just keeps coming to my mind because I've traveled all over the world and I've seen firsthand what oppression is going on in this country when men and women are not free. Right. We want to be free. The, yeah. the people want to be free to um, worship how they want, pursue their dreams, pursue their passions. And how do you do that if you don't live in a free society? Amen. And so, yeah, I mean, I would just say I'm really thankful for the men and women who understood that as well, paid the ultimate sacrifice to give us those freedoms. And I never, I never take that for granted. Uh, me neither. Me neither. And that I think that, again, is a responsibility of Christians uh, to be informed, uh, to understand our history, um, to appreciate what God has given mm -hmm. us in a good thing. We, we, I think there, there is a sense in which people don't ultimately understand that by hating the country you live in, if you're a Christian, that should not be that is not a virtue. But if, you're, if you are hating that, you're hating God's gift. He's given this to you, right? Um, and we're also called to love our neighbor. And who is our neighbor? Our neighbors are Americans. And so we really do need to change this viewpoint. And uh, the young people need to hear the gospel. I mean, I, I think mm. it's part of it. Um, real quick, how are you celebrating the 4th? Uh, well, I'm celebrating the 4th because I love freedom. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, I do, but also um, it's a great time to be together with our family yeah. and our friends. And, you know, we're we are we are not um, skipping the 4th this year. Good. My family will be all out. Uh, we will, we've got barbecues, we've got things. Um, I'm, not, I'm sure there will be some masks that people are wearing. I'm not really sure. Sure. For <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. weekend, But we're, we are not going to skip celebrating the 4th of July because Amen. it is one of my favorite holidays um, because it does celebrate freedom. As a believer and as American, that is the most important thing that we can be celebrating. So that's, that's what we're doing. Well, thank you so much. Amy Robbins, founder of Alexo Athletica, national spokesperson for 2A Women and podcast host at Not Your Average Gun Girls. Amy, thank you. God bless you. Thank you for all you do for this country.